Welcome to Tashma, the podcast where you get to listen in on Hadar's Beit Midrash. I'm Rabbi Avi Killip. Each week this year, we will hear a Dvar Torah on the weekly Parsha from Rabbi Eli Kampfer. Let's listen in. How are we meant to orient to our day when we wake up? In what ways can a short blessing about God opening our eyes set our intention for the day to come? The Talmud in Brachot 60b tells us that when we wake up in the morning, we recite a blessing with every act that accompanies our body movements. When we get dressed, we thank God who clothes the naked. When we put our feet on the floor, we thank God for the ground we walk on. One of the first of these types of blessings we recite upon opening our eyes is, Blessed are you, Hashem, King of the universe, who opens the eyes of the blind. What exactly are we thanking God for in this blessing? Certainly there is a literal aspect to this. We are grateful to God for the ability to see. The Talmud located the occasion to thank God for that ability in the moment of opening our eyes in the morning. But the blessing does not say poteach enaim, who opens the eyes, but rather pokeach ivrim, who opens the eyes of the blind. Indeed, poteach and pokeach are synonyms, but the choice of pokeach leads us to a series of biblical reference points which use pokeach and ivrim, not poteach and enaim. These biblical intertexts help push beyond a literal understanding of this short blessing. One understanding of this blessing, which emerges from Parshat Mishpatim, is the moral element of opening one's eyes. Among the list of laws given to Moshe at Sinai, we read the following warning. Do not take bribes, for bribery blinds the open-eyed, ye'aver pikrim, and perverts the words of the innocent. Exodus 23.8 This commandment warns us not to take bribes, for this distorts our ability to render correct judgment. The law uses the language of pokeach and ivrim. Originally oriented towards judges, this law is concerned that one may rule in favor of a guilty party simply because of a cash gift from them. The Midrashic understanding of this verse broadens the moral guidance here beyond taking monetary bribes. Our rabbis taught, do not take bribes, shochad, Exodus 23.8. Of course, this includes monetary bribes. But even verbal bribery is forbidden from the fact that the verse did not say, do not take profit, betza, Ketubot 105b. According to this interpretation, the type of bribery prohibited by the Torah is not just a monetary payoff. It even includes someone who benefits from favors, which the Talmud terms shochad devarim, verbal bribery. The Talmud goes on to describe a number of these situations, including the simple act of giving someone a helping hand out of a boat, removing a feather that floated onto someone's head, or covering up spit to make sure someone else doesn't step in it. These are small favors, but they are favors nonetheless. They subtly influence the manner in which we treat others. When you help me out of a boat, I have a harder time ruling against you in court. After all, I owe you something, even if it is negligible. This dynamic is not limited to judges, however. A different Midrashic tradition notes how Yitzchak was swayed by Esav simply because Esav used to feed him tasty food. This is why, according to the Midrash, Yitzchak was not able to see. 
he was blinded by this gift-giving of his older son. Those who are pikrim, truly open-eyed, understand the ways in which we are all potentially influenced by others, and how even small favors color the way in which we behave toward and treat others. With this in mind, what could our morning blessing mean? It could be a reminder to us as we start our day to understand the ways in which we are drawn off the path of objective judgment and to be aware of the influences on how we treat others. This blessing might offer us the opportunity to ask, what are the relationships we slide into, the favors we experience, that color our ability to distinguish between right and wrong? This is an intense but important way to start the day, bringing our consciousness to this kind of dynamic in our lives and asking God to make us aware of it. The focus on the moral aspect of this blessing is not limited to our own recognition of potential bias, but also on the motivation to bring greater justice to the world. This reading emerges from one understanding of Isaiah's use of this metaphor of opening the eyes of the blind. Quote, I, Hashem, in my grace have summoned you, and I have grasped you by the hand. I created you and appointed you a covenant people, a light of nations. Opening blinded eyes, lifkoach enayim ivrot, rescuing prisoners from confinement, from the dungeon, those who sit in darkness. Isaiah 42, 6-7. Isaiah envisions that we are meant to be a moral beacon unto the nations, le'or goyim. How is this role enacted? By opening the eyes of the blind, lifkoach enayim ivrot, and freeing those in prison. Opening the eyes of the blind here is not a medical procedure, but a form of education to instruct others in the moral ways of God. Indeed, opening one's eyes through learning is a key to understanding this metaphor. Rabbi David Abudraham views our blessing not to refer to those who are literally blind, but rather those, quote, closed off from knowledge. Upon waking, we ask God to help us access wisdom more effectively and bring others along, opening our collective eyes to knowledge. This kind of deep moral knowledge cannot be attained without the help of God. In the words of the Midrash, quote, everyone is considered blind until the Holy Blessed One enlightens their eyes. As an intention for the day ahead, this blessing offers many possible meanings. Whether we are offering thanks for the literal ability to see, or the recognition of subtle bias that may blind us, or the motivation to make the world a more just place, the blessing orients us toward critical goals. Waking up in the morning can be hard, given our mood or energy level. Reciting this blessing at the beginning of our day has the potential to transform that moment from a mindless set of motions to an opportunity to set intention and focus, an occasion to thank God for this opportunity. Shabbat Shalom. Our producers for this podcast are Sam Greenberg and Jeremy Tabak. Thank you to David Chabinski for editing this episode. I'm your host, Rabbi Avi Killip. It's been a pleasure to learn with you.